research shows I was right about watching lectures faster. A new paper argues that watching video lectures at two times the speed has minimal costs to comprehension. So this is from the abstract, quote, We presented participants with lecture videos at different speeds and tested immediate and delayed one-week comprehension. Results revealed that minimal costs were incurred by increasing video speed from 1 times to 1.5 times the speed or 2 times speed, but performance declined beyond 2 times speed. Further, increasing the speed of videos up to 2 times may be an efficient strategy, especially if students use the time saved for additional studying or watching the videos. When I was doing the MIT challenge, people often scoffed at my strategy of watching lectures at two times or even three times the speed. This enabled me to watch all the lectures for a full semester class in as little as two days. Yet I frequently heard from onlookers that this would make comprehension impossible. However, now that podcasts are popular, it's become common knowledge that you can listen at an accelerated pace without suffering significant comprehension losses. Still, it was nice to see research addressing this question with academic materials. Some speculations on why this strategy works. Speeding up lectures doesn't seem to severely impact comprehension, yet I've argued that speed reading probably doesn't work. What's the difference? Well, for starters, lectures proceed at a fixed pace. Reading has always been variable speed. You speed up when your comprehension is high and slow down when it is low. Speed reading advocates claim that you can force the pace higher than feels comfortable, but this obviously involves a comprehension trade-off. The higher speed might be beneficial when you only need the gist, but in those cases it's better to call it skimming rather than reading. For speaking, however, our ability to comprehend is generally much faster than a comfortable speaking pace. Additionally, generating speech is probably more demanding than listening. Thus, the old public speaking advice to speak more slowly is generally true. If you speak slower, you can be more articulate and careful in your choice of words, which makes you sound smarter. But if you take a recording of that speech, you can probably speed it up with minimal consequences. Why do hard classes feel too fast? So, if this is true, why did so many people balk at my original suggestion? Well, I think the issue here is that hard classes, the problem isn't the rate of speech, but the amount of background you need to already have to get a full understanding. Hard classes are hard because the speaker glosses over elements that are important for understanding, creating inferential gaps. Knowledgeable students keep pace without a problem, but poor students get lost. Unfortunately, if there are inferential gaps, simply slowing down the rate of speech may not help that much. If you don't understand, you need more explanation, not the same patchy explanation done more slowly. A major exception to this is if the language of instruction is not your native language. While comprehending fluent speech is generally very low cognitive load for native speakers, it can be considerable for those who have it as a second language. I would never dream of watching instruction in Spanish or Chinese at twice the speed. At the same time, when you fail to understand a lecture in your native language, it's almost because you're missing background prior knowledge, not because the person's talking too fast. And that being said, the irony is that without a good explanation, the chances are that you would need the lecture much slower than normal speed to understand. The Feynman technique is a tool that can help you identify and fill gaps, but it's generally only useful when the gaps are minimal. 
If you have no understanding whatsoever, it's usually more efficient to just seek out an alternate explanation of the same idea. Still, more than 10 years after the MIT challenge, I'm pleased to see research bear out something that I felt intuitively had to be right. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.